Well, hey there, fellow Sojourners, and welcome back to another edition of Appropriating the Culture. On today's episode, we discuss the influence of nihilism on modern art. I'm Pastor Shane, and I'll be your art critic today as we appropriate some culture. So recently, a Danish artist was paid a sizable chunk of change and delivered two blank canvases entitled Take the Money and Run. Here's the story from NPR. The money was supposed to be used to create modern art, and it was, but not in the way a Danish museum expected when it gave an artist the equivalent of $84,000. In return, it received two empty canvases. The artist, Jen Hanning, says the blank canvases make up a new work of art titled Take the Money and Run that he calls a commentary on poor wages. One thing it's not, he says, is a theft. It's a breach of contract, and a breach of contract is part of the work, he said, according to Danish public broadcast DR. The work is that I have taken their money, Hanning stated. Exactly, it's brilliant art, which is why it's being replicated by street artists in artistic havens like Chicago and New York. That's not a mugging, you uncultured simpleton. It's art. The museum was not entirely thrilled, as they were expecting great things from a man whose seminal work was rendering Denmark's red and white national flag in green. He took the color of a flag and he changed the color. What we are dealing with here, and this is not an overstatement in any way, what we are dealing with here is the single greatest, most gifted, and skilled artist that the world has ever known or will ever know. The flag was red, but he took that, and remember, it was red, but he took that red and changed it to blue? No, what is this, amateur hour? No, he changed it from red to green. And in that single action, he upended everything that we thought we knew about art, and I dare say, the universe itself. But my favorite part of this story is the museum, having received two blank canvases, displayed them. The Kunstmuseum of Modern Art in Aalborg isn't satisfied with that explanation, but that hasn't stopped it from displaying the two canvases as part of its exhibition called Work It Out, which explores people's relationship with work. It wasn't what we had agreed on in the contract, but we got new and interesting art from Hanning, Anderson said. Yes, because to be fair, a con artist is still an artist. And really, that's what all of modern art has become. We've all seen the splotch canvases, the splatter paint, and haphazard brushstrokes that look less like the work of a master and more like the work of a feral baboon having a seizure. Or the egregiously simplistic, like yellow and blue, which sold for $46.5 million. Now, most sensible people look at that and go, how could that sell for that much money when it looks like my kid's attempt at the Ukraine flag for a model UN? And the truth is, it probably has very little to do with the actual art. Art is a great way of funneling cash for one reason or another. Just ask a certain president's son. That's one kind of grift, and here's another summary of another. Millionaire makes 20 million in 2020. Millionaire hires artists to make art for 25,000. Artist puts one streak on canvas. Millionaire thanks artists and has his art appraised by an appraiser in his same circle of friends. Appraiser values artwork at 20 million. Millionaire donates 20 million artwork to museum to get 20 million tax write-off. Millionaire pays no taxes in 2020. Me at museum. This is stupid. It's just a line on a canvas. Hipster next to me. No, you just don't understand it because you're uncultured. But at least the artists with their crude, simplistic paintings are embarrassed enough not to show their faces next to their exhibits. But not so with performance artists. Here's one such art piece, which I believe was entitled Toddler Tantrum in Mummy Costume. 
makes you think. Or how about this New York exhibition titled Continental Breakfast? So, you don't like Continental Breakfast. But let's take a look at some other modern art. But my favorite has got to be Woman Whoops Butter with Chain, which I believe is powerful commentary on the dairy industry. Now maybe that's a riveting display for those who are lactose intolerant, but for the rest of us it's another example of cultural rot. How does art go from this to this? It's not a sudden lack of skill or ability. The answer, I think, is our belief. We made great art when we believed great things. Art is meant to enliven and elevate the soul and point to something transcendent. But the eradication of God in society removes and disabuses any source of transcendence. Apart from God, it's a cold and indifferent world in a meaningless, purposeless universe. There is nothing transcendent, nothing to aspire to, no objective standard of goodness, truth, or beauty. And any conception of beholding or capturing beauty is incoherent in an age of absolute relativism. And so we duct tape bananas to walls and sign urinals and call it art. And why not? What's more befitting a meaningless existence than meaningless art? But it also tears down by equating glorifying work of art with cynicism. It tears down when it equates the refined, detailed brushstrokes of a master to flinging paint on a canvas. It mocks when it equates a balloon animal to sculptured wet silk. These are not the same. And a sane society would not tolerate this nonsense in the halls of our most prestigious museums. But that would require a rejection of relativism, and that is intolerable for a society that wants to avoid the only possible source of objective truth or beauty which is all the more reason for Christians to engage in art. We have a great belief that has and can produce great art. And speaking of great art, my latest novel, Six Rounds for the Witching Hour, will be coming out later this month. I'll give you more details over the next couple of weeks, but you're going to want to buy a copy because if we sell a hundred copies in the first few weeks of a release, I pledge to watch and record a review of 80 for Brady. 
based on a true story of four lifelong friends who travel to watch Tom Brady and his New England Patriots play in Super Bowl... <clears throat> so if you like what we're doing here, you can support my work, and if you don't, you can stick it to me with a purchase. Well, that's it for today. As usual, like, subscribe, share, review, follow me on the socials, join my Facebook page, and I'll see you next time for more Appropriate in the Culture. <laughs>